Hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the vast and untamed electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land. Welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Now, 2014 was a fun year for us here at Skipcast. 22 episodes, 23 skippers, and a ton of new listeners. Now, we're close to about 600 likes on our Facebook page over at facebook.com slash junglecruise, C-R-E-W-S, and we'd love to have you join us there. We have about 1,200 subscribers going through iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and we keep on growing. Now, 2015 is going to be a lot of fun stuff for us as well. Thanks for hanging with us through our winter break, and we should be back onto our every other week schedule for the remainder of the year, you know, for the most part. One thing that we are going to do this year that is a little different than the last four years, because we have so many new listeners and because seasons one, two, and three don't get as much play, uh, we're going to be reposting older episodes into the episode feed every other week between the new episodes. That's going to give new subscribers a chance to hear some older content and keep us moving in some of the places that distribute our podcast. So as we came to the end of 2014, we of course came to the end of the second year of the Jingle Cruise. It definitely matured a bit, and we get to talk a little bit about that in this episode of the podcast. We usually get skippers who have left the park, you know, a couple years or a couple decades ago, but this time we get a skip who had left the park only three days before our interview. Skipper Kevin Hall joined us. Now, Kevin had been at the park for about eight-ish years and was joined by the lovely Skipper Mercedes, uh, who had been a partner in crime with him during his time there. Now, there is no lack of the love for the jungle between these two, and I had a great time hearing how things have changed ever since I hung up my pith helmet and left the jungle. Oh, goodness, has it been now seven years ago? Now, this is part one of two with these guys, and the next episode will be up in two weeks. So welcome to 2015. Baby New Year is already a teenager, and we're happy to present Season 4, Episode 11, The Recently Departed. Obviously, people who just love jungle, right? It's, it's even people who are just Disney people, or um, I, you know, we have celebrities like Disney Legal. Uh, they listen to, to a lot of the episodes. Shut up. Well, it's just by nature of the attraction. It's where you're going to hear the good stuff. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not. If you I'm not hear saying stories about Disneyland. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying there's not going to be wacky shenanigan, great stories from foods or guest relations yeah. or any other. But you know for sure that you're going to find it there, and it's probably most likely you're going to you're, you're going to find it the most there. Right. Well, and we have. Um, you don't hear like Space Mountain stories. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this one guest wouldn't sit down and then pull down on the lap bar, and I told him, and then they did. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that one time. Um, one of the podcasts that refers us a lot is actually a custodial. Uh, I've actually done their show. Oh. But it's a couple of custodial cast members who do a weekly podcast. And they they got Tony Baxter on the show. I mean, they get some really Shut good up. guests. The custodial would probably have some pretty cool stories, too. Yeah. I bet, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, thanks. So it took us a little bit of a while to, to kind of get a run for it. Um, you know, we had, 
I think the earliest back is 1964 was the first wow. skipper. But it's kind of cool because uh, first, first. Which episode in, by that? Uh, by the way, is that because I it's, really want to. Friend get, of Disney. Friend of Disney. All right. Uh, he, uh, we'd actually did uh, enough to do a two-parter with him. Uh-huh. Um, but he, he, uh, Don Bob's hired in '64. Um, had a personal tie to the Van Dyke family. Oh wow! Um, he was telling us stories about Wally Bogue and about how, when in '56, his Walt gave his family a tour of the park. Like he was just there as a guest, and Walt just like shows them around. I mean, it was a different, different era. Yeah. So. If I could go back in time, it would be 1970s Jungle Cruise. I'd be a skipper for sure in the 70s. Well, yeah. Other than the fact that there were no women. You well, know, you know what I you mean. You know that yeah. little. But we had the first woman, uh, the first uh, female skippers. Uh, once oh, the ride went full time to having women on in '95. That shocks me. It lasted that. Yeah. That shocked me. That shocked me. It lasted that long until. Okay, we'll let women on the jungle. Cru- 95. Like, 95. That's not that long yeah. ago. That's 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly 20 years ago. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is. And when Sue Barnaby out of control. Sue was like a fixture in in, in West Side because she knew Thunder. She was a Thunder trainer, uh, and she was there. She was also uh, one of the people who was. Uh, remember all the stories like I think it was like um, women when they were wearing skirts were still required to wear uh, full stockings, full stockings yeah. underneath and during the summer that gets ridiculously hot attractions required it none like foods didn't so she actually went to the unions and pushed she was very uh, strong with feminine gusto let's just say <laughs> so she was good by the way in case uh, you probably have heard this and I, I just I start recording at a point and I'll yeah, sure. slice you know front yeah. stuff down together but um so I'll just do a little housekeeping. Uh, it's we've actually uh, every year from like Thanksgiving to mid-January, we take a break and just don't do any new episodes uh, for two reasons. One, I can't get skippers to call me back during the holidays. Oh my gosh, peak season. Uh, well, and you know, and we we don't interview anyone who's currently working for the right. resort, so that's also the other side of it. Um, which is fun because we'll talk about. I think you, you know it's great because we get you like less than a week after you've left. Yep. So we'll we'll do when we do the intros. Perfect we'll timing. That. Um, yeah, that's true. But the uh, you know the the second reason is I, I take a little bit of time too. But we we had something weird happen over this break. Um, about I don't know two weeks ago, maybe not even that, like ten days ago. Um, I had a friend mention me on their podcast, and uh, she does a homeschooling podcast. And then at the same day, randomly, I put uh, the info on the show into a Disney Facebook group that has like ten thousand members. And we've like the numbers for the show have just gone like higher than they ever have. Yeah, I was I had uh, over this last weekend like thirty five hundred downloads in four days. Whoa! Uh, just like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah, awesome. it's yeah. So it's really a nice to have a bunch of new people. Um, so it's a good chance for me to tell people a little bit about what we're about, since you know people yeah. may may not have heard it. And, and, and so, have... and what is or like what? Not do you like expect from us, but like well, how does? This oh no no no! Go? Honestly, it's want? it's just a conversation. Oh, okay. it's just we'll we'll sit and chat. There's a few things that you know I have as kind of directing the flow of traffic, cool. but I don't I don't claim to Stay be Larry right. King or uh, <laughs> or Chris Hardwick or anything. It's uh, it's more just hanging out because I find cool. that skippers. It's one of the great things. Any generation who sits down there's an immediate bond it's the best expression ever yeah, you should see it from this side uh, she's giving her uh, her dog a massage just in case you want um, so yeah but uh, you know what was I brain just oh, um, skippers the, skipper. from any era oh, yeah, yeah. sit down yeah and it's funny because everyone is always like you know 
God, you know, the, someone from the seventies is like, God, it's a great idea. It's the first time that I've ever anyone's ever told this joke. It's amazing. It was groundbreaking. And then I talk to someone in the nineties <laughs> who says about the exact same joke. Yeah, no one had ever told this before. And I thought of it, or you know, whatever it is. And it's funny how every generation. And mm. the farther I started going back, the more I realized it hasn't changed at all. <laughs> you know, we all think that you know we're doing things different. Or uh, one of the things we say is that every skipper has has their summer. And you can't really go back. You have, you know, your time that you oh, were there. Yep. Talking about uh, this. Yep. Because yes. you, yeah, you get your one, your you one hit, and you can't and go back. And it's sad. Like it's sad and hard to go back to it and expect it to be the same, and it's not. It's I think, really frustrating. And I think I left at a good time because yeah, I it was just at that kind of point where I was transitioning from kind of. I, I had my time. Then I started thinking about how I had my time and yeah. it was right before that transition of oh this place is just you know not what it used to be yeah. so I think it was a good time for me to leave just out of you know it had, it had been a while overall time but um, uh, yeah, it had been a while since that yeah. well, so. and, and I'll put it I'll put this actually in the the front intro that I do but I'll, I'll introduce you guys since you know it's nice for people to know who you are no so I'm, sure I'm an enigma you're an enigma uh, I mean everyone already knows me <laughs> Skipper Enigma <laughs> and uh, Skipper up, sorry. Skipper Epiphany and Skipper Enigma <laughs> Skipper uh, full of himself <laughs> uh, Skipper Kevin Hall and uh, Mercedes, Mercedes Catamartori okay. it's, it's a mouthful it's alright uh, no and it's funny because I've, I've always heard uh, since I've left Kevin a lot of people have mentioned you to me and they've said that you're the finest skipper of your generation, which Aww. really doesn't That's the best doesn't, twenty bucks I ever spent <laughs> doesn't say much for your generation, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. really, you know. Now they talk about me. I mean, <laughs> um. but yeah, no, it's uh, and I'll just go over. Kevin, what were your your spanning dates? When did you hire in? When did you leave? Uh, I hired in to Jungle, uh, June 07, and I left uh, just a couple days ago. So it'd be. I thought mm? yeah, for some reason I thought you'd been there longer. Mm, what do you mean? Oh no no, I'm, it's okay. Someone, I I thought because I, my brain's going. Never mind. My brain just totally forgot what dates yeah, are. Oh seven to twenty fourteen. I was like, that's a long no, time. No, that, that's how. 15. That's how shades. That's how. It's twenty fifteen. Hello. That's how time works. Yeah. <laughs> this progression in a linear fashion. So I would say, when, when were you? When were you um, I was hired in September twenty third, two thousand ten, to Indy, unfortunately. And then four months later, I learned jungle, and then I quit July of 2014. So I left a few months ago yeah. to yeah. go travel South America. And cool. Down here. Did the dog go with you? No, I wish Rudy could have come with me. Aww. I didn't want him to get eaten by the cattle dogs and yeah. stuff because they're pretty territorial. So, so otherwise, uh, I would have. One of the things I've stopped asking because uh, we've been interviewing people really like 60s, 70s, 80s recently. Uh, but but how's your rehire status? Oh, it's I don't have rehire status. No, <laughs> no I don't have rehire status. <laughs> would Would you like to discuss yeah, the reasons why? Yeah, I absolutely why? would. Um, no, it's just one reason. So you know, we all take ridiculous pictures, doing stuff we're not supposed to on deadheads. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the day that I quit, I posted all of them on Facebook, <laughs> and I actually accidentally got Kevin in trouble for it. But um, they somehow got taken up to a manager. Some Somebody narked on me, which is silly, but they took up my old pictures to management. I don't know what they get out of it, but I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I don't have free high status. <laughs> um, I mean, pictures of me, like, sitting on top of yeah. Schweitzer Falls, like, just... Like not okay pictures sitting in the skull canoe. Well, and we know Kevin has uh, that your rehire status with um, the the whole thing with the fraternization with the gorillas in an inappropriate way. 
Uh, hey man, it's 2015 and just free love, you know. Yeah, exactly. Gorilla rights. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kevin should get to love whoever he wants. In my opinion. Uh, but I'll, I'll assume that being that you left a couple, you know, days ago, your rehire status probably still good at this mm-hmm. point. I am. Um, I, I refer to my rehire status as Schrodinger status. Uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and until I know what it is, it exists as both yes and no at That's, the same time. That's, I think, time. in the same... We're in the same boat here. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in a boat. We're at a table. Oh, Just, I didn't want to okay. make sure you're Sorry. aware of those things. Yeah. So. Um, T-B-L-E. For, yeah. for anyone listening T-B-L-E. who is not familiar with Jungle Cruise Skippers, no, we never turn it off. No, never. Yeah. Well, and it's fine, because I... Um, it's been a while, so it's been like two months I've been storing up the... You know, the jungle juice. Oh, yeah, just uh, waiting to get with other skippers. You're like, hey, these people will get my jokes. It, like, You know, people think... <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the river water. Like, every day you left with, like, a cup out of the river. Yes. You know what? Build your own and then he cruise. drinks it, and he yeah, builds like, an immunity, and one day he's going to turn into uh, the jungle monster. Okay. Was that a thing? Did you guys have the jungle monster? Well, we had the methane monster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on yeah. catwalk. And, and we had someone who took a big stick lighter. No. Oh, no. Morning, and it was a giant gush of blue. Uh, of flame. It actually is flammable. Of course the meth- it is. The methane it just Wait, comes right what? up. what? <laughs> really? Methane. Oh, man. They fuel the boats with it. Right. Uh, oh, but, uh, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, no. Slash it, the it, coolest. Uh, I, was, I was actually thinking... Is the person who lit the methane cloud still have eyebrows? And <laughs> well, they did, like it was that. on a stick. It was on like a long Oh, I got it, got it, got it. So, so that like, long enough. It was like 10 feet away far. or something. Wow. So. On a, with a bick? How do they? Well, because it was like the the long ones, the long stick ones, and they pull it back and like take it. Got it. Okay. So the flame just hung out on the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) It was it was one of those. We just wanted to see. It was science. Yeah. Science, of of course. course. So I was thinking the other day about you know uh, it would be fun you know because everyone takes a little bit from the jungle. Uh, Just take take one rock a day off the beach. Just see how much of a dent you can make (laughs) in the time that you're there. It's like the Johnny Cash song. Take one car part every day. Just take one rock every day. Song. It is. I'm really. Do you have a favorite Johnny Cash song? Oh yes. Um, oh man, I have too many to choose. The one I forget what it's called. The one where he's talking about. Um, oh, I hung my head. Where he talks about shooting oh. the guy. I'm, I'm a big uh, uh, Devil's Left Hand. Okay. That's a fun. I mean, the where he's talking about owning a gun for the first time. Okay. That, that's another good classicy one. Yeah, I like so. that one, and then the one about. Um, the lyrics are having like different cards and stuff. I would listen to them a lot, and when I'm like in the countryside, it's very like I, I country. Got, I got um, the the box, the, the three disc box set or four disc, oh, the complete yeah. one that they came out with. Nice. That had all the like buried tracks and a lot of like yeah. favorites that aren't you know A side stuff. So. Nice. Spotify is really cool for. I mean, that's oh, what God, I had. Spotify. Is, yeah. I, it, it, well, and that's that's one of the great things about. Well, I don't want to say it's great. It's one of the big differences of the current generation of Jungle yeah. Kids versus any other generation. Um, there was no cell phone connections. <laughs> when, when I left <laughs> in 07, story. when I left in 07, I had a 0.6 megapixel camera yes. on my phone. Um, I, it was one of the little Envy Flip ones. Yes. And, you know, so there weren't, there weren't cell cameras. There wasn't every skipper going backstage and checking their Facebook status on every break. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a very different... Well, uh, I got... I got... Um, because of that, I got fired. I got fired and then came back. Like, that's why I don't care about my rehire status now. Because um, the point was to, to, like, come back. But it was because of the whole cell phone thing. Like, I yeah. took a picture and got caught and then came back for a uh, for a vengeance. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I like... Because I actually... I left and came back... I, I, had three different tours of duty. 
Uh, <laughs> yes. That is a good way to put it. That wow. is a great way. Well, and that's, you know, that's the other thing about the camaraderie of people at Jungle is it is... Um, you go through something with them. It's not just you work with someone. You go through something and have a shared experience. And that's what we were talking, you know, the the reason why it's so comfortable to sit down with other Jungle Cruise people is you know that they know. Yep. You know, you know the things. And you also know which... Which, who's going to wash out quickly because you can see yes. it in their eyes, the fear. And that's what we talk about, about being skippers. Nobody else, I think, in any other attraction refers to themselves as what they are. Like, yep. nobody, I don't know what people from Space Mountain call themselves, but it was like, oh, yeah, my fellow rocketeers or, like, yeah. my mansion, like, my fellow maids and butlers. Like, yeah. you are a skipper, and that's what you continue to be. I worked at a laser tag place, and my code name was Skipper. And, like, when I get coffee at places, they'll be like, what's your name? I'll say Skipper. I have Skipper tattooed over my heart. Like, yeah. well, it's there, a thing. And there's a lot of, like... Uh, the animal fetish thing like it's funny how everyone like picks an animal and identifies with it like spirit animals yeah spirit animals well my spirit animal is a hippo because it's perfectly Uh appropriate when I left in 08 I was uh, 80 pounds heavier so I actually resembled a hippo okay Um, but yeah it seems like I I talk to people and they're like they you know they identify with elephants or they identify with gorillas it's like everyone knows that they're animatronic right yes right well and I think like Maybe they do a little bit as far as, like, saying what they are in regards to their attraction. And maybe a little bit that, I mean, you know, like, someone says we something. I mean, like, you know, but... Yeah. But... You don't leave. No, to my knowledge, no other place in the park has it such that once you're a skipper, you're always... Like, whatever job you're doing, yeah. you are that forever. Well, because how many other... I mean, when the 50th happened, there were 10 attractions that were open day one that were still open. Right. And we've done it before. I'm not going to do it right now, but we've gone through and you've seen how people could list them. Um, but uh, Jungle is the only major thing that was there. I mean, Steam Trains is the other, like, kind of, kind of, sort of thing. Um, I would say Storybook, too. That's a kind yeah. of a major attraction for a lot of people. I mean, it is for me. Yeah. It's a big attraction. Storybook was weird because uh, the other side of that, we were talking about, you know, the, the no women in Jungle before 95. There were no men at Storybook yeah. for, for a very long time. That was the other direction of that. What about the tiki hosts and hostesses? When did men be able to become hosts? Uh, actually, uh, from from what I understand, there was always there was never a hard rule about that. Really? Um, especially during like when it was introduced in like the late '60s, when uh, it was being sponsored by uh, my trivia is gonna be terrible. United Airlines. Yeah. Oh. When it was United, yeah. and they actually provided the hosts. Um, I, I want to say there were guys at that point that were involved. But, I mean, for a long time, it was associated with the women. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, it's it's nice that it's catching up, and it's nice. Um, one of the the old episodes, if you want to go back, we did, uh, I just reposted it because I think it's one of our best. We talked about, um, God, that music is going to be. <laughs> I thought, it, I'm glad because I was up. thinking well, it. it's picked <laughs> up. It was soft when we started this, and now it's like. <laughs> Smooth jazz. I mean, it's not, you know. Let's see how bad. Welcome to the Jungle Lounge. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it's it's gonna be present. Ding ding. We'll have that girl. We'll have ambiance music. Wow, romantic. Yeah, you know what? It's actually it's not terrible. It's it's okay. It's fading out. Hey, and that's just like the nature of skippers. Our viewpoint. uh, It it wasn't terrible. Yeah. We'll, we'll do another. We'll do another one in eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You'll do another one next week. Whatever. I, I I had those trips where I I would pull out from the dock and go. This one's you over. I'll out. I'll wait for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, one I, just, I, this one's not going to be good. I'll uh-uh. wait for the next one. I would one. I would give I would always give people a chance, and by yeah. that I mean I'd hold out until the Cambodian shrine. That was enough. Yeah. 
Well, for me, it was like leaving the dock. If they didn't, if they didn't like my, if they didn't already laugh at the, you know, uh, wave goodbye to the people on the dock thing, I was like, uh oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna go a certain way. But yeah. I always tried to redeem it because after the African belt for me, my cruise just kind of got went from normal to absurd, and that's when it got really funny. Because so, because that rest of the half of the jungle is all the great. absurd or yeah. So if I could if I could bring them back things. at the hippos, yeah. you know, I would be like, I only take cash. Like if they didn't laugh at that, then I'd be like, forget it and just stop caring. But well, and it, the big change for for my generation was when they changed the gorilla camp and put in the. Uh, the water bombs underneath, and they, oh, okay. and they, you know, back when they still had, is, is little, they have is little squirt back by the way? Yep. Yeah. Because little squirt just goes on vacation now for like you know for forever. Because uh, he was all, he was gone for a while. Yeah, yeah he's for a the long time. Keep having problems. Yeah. Especially the elephants. Because no, there's no complaints about getting squirted with water by guests. Um, but then, but then big squirt got really dumb. Like so pointless is the fact where you would skip him because you'd come up and well, not that like was, the water that was, would just squirt No, that was to the after ground. like. Two years of no squirt, or not? I don't know no, if it was two, it years, two years, but it was it was a long time. It was a long time. It was, it was a like long eight or nine time. months of no squirt, and then he came back and sucked. So it was just like, oh, it's squirt the needed the blue pill He's, or something. I don't yeah, know. He, it, it was he wasn't getting it up. No. Nope. No. Yeah, he definitely. That's, there's nothing worse than a flaccid hippo. No. Elephant. Elephant. Uh, elephant. How dare you? I'm sorry. Well, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. There is nothing worse than a flaccid elephant. What? I can edit. Oh. <laughs> to be to be fair, they're both pachyderms. So. I, that's true. Uh, <laughs> now this coffee is. I'm still working on it. It's it's uh it's been a long week. Yeah. It's what? It's like Thursday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. You're it's in the middle of the week, homie. Well, it's, it's I'm self-employed. So. Oh, what do you do? I'm a photographer. Oh, cool. Uh, which, I'm self-employed. Which too. I'm actually going to. I, you know, I've been doing this four years. I've never plugged that I have a freaking photography business. Look at it. He so has a photography I'm, business. I'm going to be. Uh, uh, I'm going to be sponsoring my own shows now and <laughs> putting like an ad at the front of it. Cause, like, That's I, I make no money on this because uh, Disney legal. Oh, I thought. Um, it was because you were interviewing skippers, but right. other than and that, like, well, no, no, because I actually looks could. aren't everything. Wait, that's not the right joke. Dang right, it! Right, right, good job. That's funny. I wrote that one, and thank no, you. Shut up! No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You did not. Yes, I the did. The looks aren't everything. Yeah, like you're funny, but looks aren't everything. Joke. Mm-hmm. You did not write that joke. Okay, well, I introduced it to the jungle. If not uh-huh. writing it, so we were talking about this. So have you? Have you? I have. I ever heard that? Yeah. I, well, I don't know the context of it's, it. So uh, uh, anyone says to anyone else oh you're really funny or whatever and you just add in but looks aren't everything yeah yes I'm sure that that never showed up at all in the 70s 80s or 90s never ever (laughs) or you know elementary school right I'd like to know if my radio interference joke was ever it's hard to do without the microphone but at the end of the spiel I'd be like if you had fun made Mercedes if you didn't and then like I would just mess with the microphone to yeah, sort of. That's better than like the fake name thing. I think right. the fake name thing. You know, and we but, were talking. We were talking. Uh, Kip, Kip made a comment the other day, which is basically that there is no skipper that has done the get out joke correctly for mm-hmm. ten years. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It is the worst joke to, to butcher and to really, really piss off guests. And to an- you, to an- we- and to answer your question, yes, people continue the static joke. And no, 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 no one does it at all. Me. What? I meant before me. Oh. That was ever a thing. Just oh, like I don't I know. Say the funny. Yeah, well, because it's the thing, too. So skippers, and we were talking about this with Kevin, that certain jokes are like that skipper's trademark. We yeah. all tell the same signature. jokes. But like when I was, when anybody got on my, my whole boat, the, the bit was that I was really apathetic. So the second I pulled in, I'm like, all right, get in or whatever. And the whatevers and the stuff was just like my thing. And, and skippers knew, uh-huh. at least for the most part, like that. That's like if you do that, you 
it, come on, like well, that's Mercedes's. So the and radio it's, and it's good that you can do that because one of the things that that has uh, over discussed maybe is that it's so hard for women to do dry because oh, it comes started. off as bitchy. Right. Um, the best. So my favorite. Like, uh, and like not to I don't know I thought that I was of the female of any skipper I hate when people be like oh she's funny for a girl that is the most backhanded compliment in the planet if you're listening don't say that to people because um, we hate it but uh, anyway my favorite thing to do is people would get on the boat and they'd be like are you funny and tell them I don't know are you smart and they'd just be like oh okay <laughs> and they so, loved it like it was a hit every time so I, I don't think I've told this story for a while so um, there was a day that the plaids got on and John Stamos gets on the boat yes. with Rebecca Romaine um back when they were still together and so he gets he's like hey Skip we're gonna be funny today and I'm like funnier than the last season of Full House <laughs> and the the, uh, the plaid Roasted. the, oh, the, the jaws but no he has a great sense of humor great. about it yeah. um I uh, and then after that we got halfway in the jungle we're like making the turn and uh, around sh- before Schweitzer and I was like yeah you know you have to be a skipper for a long time to really appreciate the beauty and mystique we have in the jungle today because obviously Rebecca Romaine mystique right. from X-Men so she, they, she gets off the boat and I, um, I rotate out and she comes up to me and grabs my hands like you know so she like and she's like ga- gathers them to her bosom so the no. backs of my hands are touching Rebecca Romaine's breast yes and she says to me you were wonderful we really haven't had a good skipper for a while so best compliment i've ever had she actually signed the logbook and that page got snatched someone took the page out of the logbook well, we had of the book the logbook, go missing for a no, while no we had it taken away that's what i mean yeah it's because apparently we were leaving it on the wrong where do you mean we were leaving it on the sorry. We were leaving it on the wrong page yeah. as far as Deco was concerned, uh-huh. and they could see the skipper's like years and stuff. But as instead of signing it the right year, uh, they would sign it the actual year. Year, and so they would get upset, and they ended up just taking the book from us and putting in some fake one with like the pages all glued together. And so now nobody can sign the book. It's frustrating. Well, and and, and I'll, sad. I'll tell for people who don't know for a long time, and in um, when the new boathouse was was put out in 95 there was a like ticket taking booth that's as part of the line ticket office yeah. ticket yeah. office and um you know it was as part well, of the show not an actual yeah, not, it was not yeah. functional no well, it was just at the like, beginning of, i thought it was functional when it first was I, I don't know i didn't think um, it was okay uh but but anyway, oh, you mean like for ticket books for yeah when, when they had when they had tickets no physical, no because that was uh the, the ticket office wasn't put like in until 95 yeah. when the boathouse really? was redone. Oh, interesting. Because 95 is when I they lied to. There was no queue. Uh, there was no, like, you know, covering queue. It was, it was, just, a it was an open line. Yeah, right. yeah it was yeah. an open line that was outside the, the boat docks. Mm-hmm. And they when they did the refurb, they, they cut about a minute and a half off the show and trimmed the river back to make Indy. Right. So there used to be a lot more river the on the front side because it was, it was a ten and a half minute trip. And then it cut back to about an eight, eight and a half minute trip. Or Nowadays. six. Unless you're me, six, and it was always it. ten minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for the... He- We're getting helicopters what? and smooth jazz. <laughs> uh, that's uh, my favorite combination. Yes. That's well, right. That, that's great, because... This mind is what you, I listen to to go to bed every no, night. No, because if I can drop Kenny G out of a helicopter, <laughs> that is my favorite combination. <laughs> I want to hear his sax <laughs> screaming <laughs> as he's going down. <laughs> And then he hits on the, the day the music the day the music ended. Who here knows Mike Perbiglia? He has a really uh, great bit about Kenny G uh, and just jazz in general. Oh, that's uh, I've heard really of him. Quickly. Yeah. So what? Um, 
what brought you guys to work at Disneyland? What was the the impetus other than you know, it's Disneyland? That's the big thing we all the Jungle saw. Cruise. Like I wanted to be a skipper. Yep. So I got indie and I was pretty bummed, but. Especially since the other kid got jungle and he didn't want it. I was like, can't we just trade? Oh, I hate that. I hate can't we that. just trade? It happens so much. Uh, but I got there quickly. and yeah. So that, that was it. I don't know. I, so was it like right after high school? When you yeah, were in I, was, I just or? turned 18 and I applied. I didn't get past like the electronic interview the first time. And then the second time around I did. And it's because you got to pick the right answer. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I like Googled it and stuff. And, <laughs> and found out all about the four keys before I even got hired. And just made all my answers about the four keys. Uh, oh, you got four yeah, keys so, on your so, online interview? Well, no, because they ask you. Or she was that, kissing at you. She was kissing at you. Know, the questions it. are like, oh, if you have to fold, you know, napkins, are you going to do it in a safe, oh, curious, it, yeah. efficient, or show manner? And so you have you would first pick safety. You know, you go in order of yeah, how you should right. pick things. And once I found that out, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, once you once people meet me and interview with me, I can knock it out of the park. But not face to face stuff kills me because I never know what to answer. Well, plus when you're 18, you know, you oh, don't yeah. know because it's a corporate thing. Right, that big. killed me honestly. When you hire in as a, as, I was like a little punk that just wanted to work the Jungle Cruise, and then a year or two years later, I decided I wanted like real goals and to <laughs> actually become a trainer with Jungle and stuff. But it was too late. Like my reputation was that Mercedes was, is it. That's is why a good it took, that's why it took me so long. Yeah, it took Kevin like oh. six years to become trainer. And granted, I didn't want it all that time, but right. Well, yeah, me neither. That, until yeah. with the day you decide exactly. you want it, it's impossible. Yeah, and that's 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 the, the tough part is if you don't start out playing with the system, being a soldier. Well, no, even just even just having the right attitude yeah. about it, that it's really easy. Because by the by the time I rehired back in Jungle, you know, I could I could stick to OG, you know, as much as I could. But I still have people get on my boats who knew me. Or other skippers who would want me to do, you know, this, that, or the other, right. and it, my reputation totally followed me. And which is, I was glad to get into university because it was the place where my reputation wouldn't follow. Right, me. exactly. Because mm. uh, yeah, I was, I, I saw the OG as more of a loose suggestion. It's uh, yeah, it's it's OG inspired. Is what yes. we would like to uh, say. It's in the spirit of the jungle exactly. is my, exactly. my take on it. So. Yeah, and you know, and I had a lot of jokes that were like that that were you know just fun, lighthearted. Nothing was ever offensive. Nothing yeah. was ever bad. And I've had plenty of. Lots of good puns. So many puns. Um, and even just, just sound effects. I would sing songs, like, all the time. Just made-up songs. Just pull into the... Instead of telling the joke, I would, like, sing the joke. <laughs> that makes Come any to you sense. on a brass band yeah. or something. I That's why know. it was funny to end the cruise on the, on the literal high note, uh, because my entire cruise was all... Any, anyway, things t- stringing together was also a big thing of mine, like hitting threes and just starting off with a joke, middle of the cruise, you tell the joke, and at the very end, like, before the obligatory get out, can I go home now? Then um, that's we were talking about that on the thread. Kip's get out yeah. comment. We we wrote that on the thread of just like it's just become one of those things where you you just say it. You just have to say it. Yeah. You say it to do that. And that's that's also disappointing. Is that it, it's one thing to butcher it, but for everyone to use it every time, it is now expected it's to totally the point where yeah. guests are beating them to and I use the term very loosely the punch, um, but. If, if it comes to that, yeah. you got to think right. of something I, else. Because I, I've had, I had boats who would actually recite the OG jokes or tell the punchlines oh, before I did, and it was it was the heckler we boat, all and that's had that, that's yeah. that's when you know it's so time to mix it up. Yeah, yeah because honestly, I think the only joke anyone should ever expect is backside of water. Backside of water. Yep. Anything else? But the, you know, they may. The other side of that is the other side that sucks is if you don't tell the backside of water joke. 
I had had people go to Leeds and say, like, he didn't tell my favorite joke. I'm like, what the hell? Or if you don't say the Mr. Step hit your head joke, which I never told people, we'd get mad at me. When you're getting out of the boat, like, if you Mr. Step hit your head, watch your language. Um... People would be like, they would like recite it or say it or expect me to say it. I'm like, I don't think that. Same with the denial joke. I think it's the stupidest joke ever. I've never once told it. And the second I pulled in the jungle, they're like, oh, we're in the Nile River. It could be denial. And I'm like, I don't tell that joke. You suck. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, I always tried to. I always tried to pick like when I had to stick to the OG. I would pick the most obscure joke out of it. Oh, absolutely. That was my whole career. Yeah, because you don't want to do the ones that are. Um, so going back a little bit, we're talking about the whole being hard for women because there's you either come off as either bitchy or an airhead, right? Like you know you you, you can't play that middle ground where you're sarcastic or you're too happy because people are going to think you well. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. It's a hard line to walk yes, for people who don't have the skills that you have. Um, well, I want to say skill. I don't know. I just no. like I also I did improv for a long time. Like I I, no, I, I wasn't saying that no. I, I totally that. got you. No, I understand. But that's the thing too is like. I don't want to say like I get comedy, but yeah. you also have to understand. I think it's I think it's the understanding that um, the joke is only what you start with, and that everything else is what makes it funny. Right. That yeah. instead of it's your attitude. Yeah. Your and, and I don't want to I don't I don't want to say that you know well women don't understand that it's more than just telling a joke because. Yeah. In, in retrospect, maybe doing an interview uh, at an airport, near an airport. Yeah, because I forget the Fullerton airports there, but it's such a good, like... This is, I love this it's place. It's relaxing, good coffee. All the parks coming over here were great. Okay, so let's go back to the... So what were you saying? Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to make, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, well, women don't understand because there, there are oh, plenty of guys. terrible males. Yeah, there, oh there, there are tons of them. So it's, it's not a matter of, of gender, but, um, you know, it, it just... I think the problem is is that when people have a bad guy skipper, they go, that dude sucked. And when they have a bad girl skipper, it's, oh, she sucked. And that's what you get when you get a girl skipper. Right, exactly. Yeah. She sucks because she was a girl, not because she just is reciting the jokes. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, a guy, like you said, a guy can be just as unfunny as a girl, whereas a girl can be just as funny a higher as a bar. guy. And, and yeah, and the, and the sarcastic dry line, I think you're right, is, is a very hard line to walk I, I, I think the best that was ever executed that I ever saw I went to the park in about 98 ish and there was a girl who looked the park who did a uh, you know raven black hair totally dyed black pale pale skin kind of oh, shorter wow. <laughs> not, not a whole lot in the chest department kind of a little you know more petite figure and she did a deadpan I mean totally Wednesday Adams deadpan that yes. is fantastic and it worked Every time, like I went back and jumped on the boat again to hear her again. Fantastic! Uh, back before I'd hired her into the park, and it, she really just nailed that delivery. Yeah, but you, and you it's knowing what works for you. Like I knew what what hit, what jokes, you know, would go over well in yep. the way that I would tell. That's them. the other thing is being receptive to the methodology of right. oh that didn't work, I will not use that, or yeah, that exactly. did work, yeah. I will. Why did that work? Because sometimes exactly. you tell a joke Why? and it'll land fantastic, and then you'll try to tell it again the same way, and it won't. Well, and you sometimes things are organic that just happen, yeah. and you try to redo it the next cruise. You're like, oh, that totally worked. Yep. And it won't. It just won't because yeah. that it was that one boat, and that's it. It's never going to work again. Yeah, and if you have a boat full of six year olds at ten in the morning, you yeah. do a different set of jokes, and you do it eight o'clock at night. All the, all the all teenagers. Well, in theory. Well, yeah. Unless you just don't care, and <laughs> you're just like, ah, well, on. but yeah, but not necessarily. My spiel didn't really change. I just again, like, yeah, I would delivery. know. 
I had it nailed down, dialed into what worked and what didn't. That's why Jingle Cruise was kind of hard the first few weeks. And that's that was actually one of the things I wanted to segue into eventually, but we can do it now. Oh, um, speaking of segue, uh, we forgot, well, I forgot that, uh, for me to do my hiring thing of like how I started. Oh, yeah, no, no, please yeah, do. No, because I, I care more about her than you is what I'm saying. Okay, no, well, no, I just something. wanted to throw that in, and then we can no, go please, back no, to no, the Mercedes. No, no, please do, please um, so. It's the Mercedes show, we know it. What? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> you Hello, explained. this is me. <laughs> Sorry. What is that? Oh, I, I love doing that during fireworks. When guests start looking up during the fireworks. No, 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 back to me. This is me time right now. Don't look at the fireworks. Shut up, you do Watch not. me, yes, and it, and it, work, it works every That's time. Funny. It's really funny. Um, I, I, used to, I used to sing the... Um, the whole new world song during the fireworks. <laughs> I would just do the I will show you the world. Bum, 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 yeah, all the fireworks hilarious. in the background. So, so um, no. So when you hired him, when you when you uh, did you do the out of high school hire as well? Uh, no, yeah, actually, it was um, my start was very serendipitous. Uh, I got out of um, I was actually concurrent enrollment at community college for a while, but um, I had my sights set on the U.S. Naval Academy, and. Um, Sparing a lot of, you know, this and that. Uh, I decided not to pursue that. (laughs) Look at this, look at that. Um, I decided not to pursue it um, because it's a big commitment and I'm very respectful of it. But anyway, so I needed something else. And so my mom suggested to me, uh, hey, you know, why don't you go down and get a job at Disney? Because we had just recently inherited uh, my late grandmother's house at the time. And um, my mom said, I worked at the park in the 70s. There was uh, foods and then tour guide. I thought, that sounds cool. I'll go down there. And um, she said, if I could have picked anything, she would have wanted me to get Jungle Cruise. No way. Because of how she remembers it, that Jungle Cruise skippers were like the guys well, they at the, the park yeah, the they had the boys, yeah the, 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 the you know studs they had the gun as part of their costume so cool by the way yes um, and I thought that sounds really cool yeah. um, I had no I had zero public speaking comedy no training anything like that but just the the idea of the um, nature of the ride was very appealing so um, I actually showed up coincidentally during a job fair. So the next day, I put myself together, went in, did the um, or the questionnaire of which answer do we yeah. want you to choose? Safety courtesy show efficiency. Uh, yay! <laughs> and then um, got the interview, and they so said you were, we're better at that than me, apparently. Yes, I was. Two tries. Okay. Yeah, I'm way better at that than you. <laughs> Whatever, so. Kevin. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh huh. But likes so, you. Yeah. Well, I like me. Well, you're the minority, apparently. Okay. Well, fine. But anyway, so back to this. Um, so went through the interview. They said, where would you like to go? I said, really like to you know, work Jungle Cruise. And they said, all right, welcome to Adventureland. No way. Yep. Uh, I'm so jealous. Yep. It was way and harder so, for me. Yeah. All of us who had to struggle, by the way. Uh, Jungle is actually the number one requested attractions location really? through casting. Do uh, you guys want to guess what number two is? Uh, uh, Matterhorn. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. about to say, I couldn't Haunted think of Mansion. the name, but yeah, Haunted Mansion. <laughs> it's all the nightmare freak. What was that one? The Haunted House? The Haunted House. <laughs> that place. Small Haunted House. Like, Autotopia. Autotopia. <laughs> <laughs> the Jungle Boat Ride. Yeah. No. Someone insisted Walt, Walt to me. Underground Railroad. <laughs> I, was, I was appalled. Not that a person thought that at least at one time the Jungle Cruise was based on the Jungle Book. But what appalled me was her insistence on the matter. No, I'm pretty sure it was like Jungle Book ride at some point, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna say That's anything. Okay. Not gonna say anything. Because I used to, have, like, I knew this person that insisted that at Thunder you used to be able to ride in the loco before they, before they like the after the accident. Junior. 
Right, and and I'm and they're like, you could ride in the loco. I was like, no, you can't. And they're like, yeah, you totally can. I was like, no, I worked this attraction. Whatever, also, man. you can't fit in the loco. Also, you just can't ride in the loco, <laughs> and you never could. He's like, yeah, you could. Yeah, I remember riding in the loco. I was like, okay, yeah. you rode in the loco. It was Casey Great. Jr. and Get you out. thought it was that yeah. thrilling, even though it was just you know, <laughs> you are wrong. You were six, and I'm so mad right now. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just want to, I want Kevin, I want to understand this. So your your original goal was to go on boats in a very restrictive uh, kind <laughs> from of... From one to the other. Full circle. And so you went and you did a thing with <laughs> boats true. with a really restrictive uh, set of, you know, rules and regulations. Exactly. That's slightly more militaristic than actually the military. I think it... it I don't think slightly. I think it absolutely is more <laughs> well, well, and the part of that is because out of the... Um, out of the 70s, you had this... The run after Walt passed away, you had this run of ex-military guys, particularly out of Vietnam after the war ended, who were hired by Disney in management roles. Because the guy who was up, who was in charge of the, the park operations was ex-military. So you had what they call the crew cut brigade, and all of the area managers were ex-military. So the, the, the entire park got run like it was the military. That's why the... Um, I never knew this. This is fascinating. That's why the grooming requirements were the way that they were. That's why in some people say that the, the gender issues with uh, women working certain things um, was the way it was because it was this military mentality that really kind of um, uh, maybe wasn't... Um, I think maybe it was where, where, where corporate America was at the time in general. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but definitely at Disney, it was a very military-heavy influence in the way that they ran their operations. And, and to be fair, at the time, it probably made the company what it was going into the 80s. And I can uh, get behind the, the Disney look stuff of oh, a certain hair, you know, things like that. That's so. what makes it Disney. I mean... Oh, I... And no offense to anyone, but the second... Here we go. The second that they started pulling out the uh, the facial hair and the mustaches throughout the park, I a little part of me died. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I was not I was not happy to hear that. Should. Yeah, it's just one of those <laughs> That's another thing. That's a different thing, but yes. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's true. Like uh, I think that as much of a pain in the butt it was, especially for women, even more so because of our nails for makeup. That's why I never wore makeup. I didn't even bother. It was just yeah. like I'm not yeah. even gonna. It, it's a pain in the butt, and being out of it is nice too because yeah. you can kind of appreciate it. But it's what makes it Disneyland, and as cliche as that sounds, even when you, like I was at Disney World actually a few days ago, and even then, I don't know if because there's just so many people or whatever, but the standards are lower, and you can tell. Oh, they're and hugely. It's, yep. And it's very well, frustrating. And you know what? I, I as frustrating think, as a guest, as frustrating as a cast no, member. I, I think that the the pin that got pulled that changed the. The standards was when they started taking the costumes out of costumes only in the park and let people take costumes home. Because it used to be that you would change at, right, uh, right, at work. That's why you have a twenty have a long got comped for it too. And you, yeah, and I think that when that changed, that's when that's when things uh, really slipped. So I'm gonna. Oh, so anyway, so let's now that we've kind of done the the intro for you know how you did From the higher well and dreams how, of big boats to dreams yeah. of little boats. Yeah. Well, I mean, but did you because. Uh, who was your trainer? Just uh, out of curiosity. Uh, Katie Bauer. Who was your? Uh, Sean Chavant. I don't know Sean. Yeah. yeah, Sean. Was oh, Matt Foley. Is, huh? Oh, look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean was a jungle trainer for like not for a long time, but did a lot of jungle training, and then he went to Thunder. And I was like one of those just random like, oh, it's been seven years since you've had a jungle trainee. Here you go. Um, so we had a great time. I didn't learn anything about the jungle cruise, but we had a great time. <laughs> 
Well, it's better than... We, we rec- well, we recorded for a while down at uh, Downtown Disney. Monorail. Well, yeah, the monorail. The very first one, we had the monorail going mm-hmm. by. We had to move. But we uh, we would record at the small gazebo over by Trader Sam's. Mm-hmm. Not the big wedding oh, one, but yeah. the small one. And uh, even there, we got a lot of the Hawaiian guitar background noises. And, Interesting. I mean, the mics are just really sensitive, and I've gotten better at knowing how to cut it out, and i got a good windscreen now. Right. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Let's 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 talk about Jingle because oh, yeah. uh, I still would love to get Kevin Lively on the show. I've actually made a request, and we'll see if uh, you know at some point I can make an official request for interview to have him on the show. Um, but uh, you know, you guys were there. It's been I've been two years of having Jingle. Yeah. Um, it was one of the most contentious things. I saw so much venom from old skippers about this and it shocked me because we had when I was there we had Santa you know elf hats made out of you know leopard skin with you know the puppy that people wore during the holidays and we all would want to tell we all slept in holiday jokes but somehow when they officially did it everyone got their panties in a bunch interesting um, so what was it like what was it like on the announcement when they said they were going to be doing this what was the the tone not good. Not good. No. Um, primarily because it, it. I think it was because of how official it was. It wasn't the idea itself. Like if it was more like ground based, we're gonna roll this out. I think would have put more. It, it would have generated a happier response because it would have been, hey, you guys got this, as opposed to the powers that be from the ivory tower decreeing upon jungle, you must do it exactly this yeah. way, in addition to how rushed it was. Yes, it was really rushed, and it was also, like, not that cool. I loved having, uh, you know, the Christmas music in the queue, like, all the, that, that was awesome, the, the decoration part of it, and, you know, just having that kind of feel was great but the fact that the pressure was like this needs to be really awesome because we pumped it up to be really awesome and it just wasn't there was like four things and we yeah, had like six it went jokes from... four of which weren't good and we were all like ugh like just scrambling we they, scrambled they had the really great merch though that's I mean that's, uh, that's the Disney thing the merchandising was great for oh, it the yeah. poster and all that but the the, the polish and then the second year it wasn't the same no, team who put better. it together on the back side but there was a lot more investment made in getting the things right. Yes. And um, so was, I, it, was, it, was the tone better the second year with people? I wrote it as, as a guest at this point. I left in the summer, so I didn't get it. But I loved writing it. I thought that they put... The, now that, so now the thing was that there was a lot of stuff and a lot of things to talk about and make jokes about. Whereas before, it was just the queue was Christmas, and then you'd ride the ride and be like, what happened? And, and why, are they, making, Christmas why are they making Christmas jokes right. that has not changed? And, but now it was just like... Not to mention that the, the script <laughs> the script for the first jingle was probably about six pages long, with a, at most maybe two jokes per scene. And they at first they said they wanted 50-50 regular spiel and jingle spiel. Yeah, like one which jingle spiel not, per scene. Not, not an issue, especially with... How, how small the yeah. yeah and it's that's fine and as I, I really think the the jingle cruises downfall was the marketing I don't think there was anything really wrong with jingle except for how blown out of proportion it was because then with the um, you know to not mitigate it people were furious with how in their own minds how poorly executed it was which then first year first, yeah, year. first year first year which then Vicious cycled with the maybe resistance of the skippers, 
Well, and yeah, so, guests would ride the boat, expect something, not get it. They'd be mad at us. We'd be like, this sucks. Exactly. We started telling crappier cruises. You know, people started getting worse and worse cruises. And know. then, which totally baffled me, as the responses came in to what people thought of the Jungle Cruise, a you know an update or minute or whatever you know came out that okay, so Jungle Cruise isn't doing well with fifty percent jokes. Let's make it a hundred percent jokes. Oh, so with a six-page script. <laughs> We're, we're trying to, you know, make the yeah. best of the entire thing with only jingle jokes. And nothing and to trying, in the scenes, and too. Tr- yeah, and trying to have some way of distinguishing ourselves from other skippers and yeah. essentially not being able to. And if you can't, if a skipper can't be different from other skippers, you don't really have the Jungle Cruise. Right. Yeah, it was very clony. It was. And also, after December 25th, it was so Awkward. awkward. You'd get to Trader Sam and be like, oh, you get a head start on your holiday shopping, which you've already done because Christmas already passed, and there's three New Year's jokes, and it's now January 4th, no, you didn't, and you didn't this isn't that, working. Guys, you only have 362 shopping days left until Christmas now. You know, where were you earlier? Yeah, that oh was a good joke. Dang it. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny. I, I submitted a half a dozen jokes through Kip. I think it was Kip, but I, I actually had great jingle scripting ideas. Well, then in that case, they it didn't... It was too late, yeah, because now they, they got onto this year's yeah, script, I'm sure, yeah. which well, is the, fine. The, well, I doubt that they did, because they're my jokes, but <laughs> the one that I really thought would have been great at the Rhino was that the Rhino was you know sharing the, the traditional holiday goose. Oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't have any, I didn't come up with yeah. any, I didn't bother that to That reminds me, by the way, I think the other reason that... Um, there was a little bit of difficulty in getting everyone to buy into the Jingle Cruise the first year was that there was no spiel submissions that it just yeah. immediately yeah. right out of nowhere they just went boom here's the script and you, and can't, you can't do anything and, and here is yeah and so I think the fact that we had people who we had no idea who they were telling us that they essentially would know how to do it better than us right but, but that but, just brings in a whole meta thing with Disney that, that really surprises me that they haven't learned that for anything to be a success, you need to have the the from up from the bottom the up. Source, absolutely. You can't have it be top down without any involvement from the people mm-hmm. who are executing it. And you see this time and time again where they they don't talk to their leads and managers about what's going to happen with this, and they get the edicts from Imagineering or whatever it is, and they don't you know yeah. hear that things are going to work or not work. It's just desk legislation where you know they think yeah. on paper they're like this sounds great and then they try to execute it we're like this was a huge mistake we could have told you. Yeah. You know, well, it's but- kind of like someone who writes a play and then then you know gives everyone the scripts for opening night the night that it's yep. happening and it's like yeah. all right just Why go did ahead that and suck? yeah because you know because the actors don't have any buy in. Right. There's no you know And too also kind of what I was saying a little, a little while ago about so like I had my spiel really dialed in and I knew it worked and what did it and and so going to Jingle Cruise like immediately we had like a week I don't even know how long we had to figure out our spiel but you know I which was in late o- October by yeah. the way I, I, oh yeah I would read the jokes and be like okay I think in my in my mind these are really funny and these are the ones I want to tell and you know the first week or two of telling some jokes that just jokes I thought were gonna be hilarious fell so flat just just died and then the jokes I thought were so stupid everybody loved and thought was hilarious and then I hate telling the jokes that I don't find funny like I personally find my own jokes funny and it's really hard for me to um, <laughs> it's really hard for me 
to tell the jokes I didn't believe in, but I would only tell them because I knew that people would laugh, and I was getting so frustrated at the jokes that nobody understood that it was just like, well, I might as well just tell these for now because I know that people are at least going to enjoy themselves, and the wait time was really long because everybody's like, Jingle Cruise, we have to write it. And, you know, you yeah, don't want to down. That's the bizarre thing is that Jungle Now... Has the upper because of the tie-off procedures all the time. We're is so that what it is? We're just inefficient. Like we lost about we uh, six hundred an hour. We run six from boats. the refurb. The, the counts are that low. Yes. Yeah, we, we run went from. Seven, did we run eight six, ever? No. no, but we did for like maybe the first two weeks. It doesn't matter. But though, because it, it even if you up. put eight boats on, they just the they just back up. Is, they just back up. Because so. we used to have like twenty four hundred counts on oh, yeah. the jungle. Uh-huh. And I'm down to we like still did. Yeah. Before the tie procedures, we used to. No, no, that was code. that was uh, at least in, you know 0708 up leading up to um, the tie procedure was 1700. Now afterwards, it's 1080. So we'll go upstairs by nine nine thirty. But uh, no, I mean, I for me that that astounds me that they that they would ex- accept such low efficiency. No, it's it's out of control, and that's what's frustrating. Especially that's why I left towards the end, and I told myself that it wouldn't work at Disney if I ever got bitter. And I started to get bitter because because of the Jungle Cruise. Like, I was only there for that. I Yeah, I learned other attractions. I love steam trains, and that was my refuge, kind of, when I'd get tired of Jungle. But the fact that at 11 p.m., we still have a 20, 25-minute wait time, that we don't take deadheads anymore, that we didn't do all the fun stuff that it was to be a skipper, maybe not want to be a skipper anymore. Like, that was the reward was... Oh, it's, it's you know, even at what, 9, 30, 10, you know, the, oh, the line's dead, or there's five minutes, we get to be ourselves, goof around, have a great time, like, give really fun spiels, and, and have people just be able to come and ride over and over again if they wanted, whatever, and there wasn't really pressure, there wasn't pressure to be good or funny, because you're like, oh, these guys waited five minutes, like, it doesn't matter, whereas now it's like, they waited 55 minutes, and they didn't like it, and now they have kind of yeah, you complain. Yeah, you've... When if, if guests have waited an hour for the Jungle Cruise, you've already lost them. Oh yeah, you don't even. And they're like, yeah. we waited for this. And but it's but come on, like, let's let's try to look for the silver lining. The silver lining is people get to see the theming in the upper queue now, and that didn't yes, happen for a decade. That is true. Nobody, no, nobody knew it was up there, so it's a no. totally except for all the people going through the <laughs> through the, the exit, the gack line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like the the upper crew. Q is really cool, but the trade off kind of sucks because yeah. <laughs> now we have a fifty minute wait for. You know, and I feel bad for the people that get on the new skips or whatever, like those people's boats. That, not to say that they're not good or less funny, but yeah, you have skips that don't care. Yeah. And I, I, I've always wondered why Jungle's a new hire attraction. Dude, me too. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, I understand the safety requirements for something like Thunder, um, but, oh, but I, they, they make trains a hire an attraction. I don't know. Yeah, I just, it, it is a strange thing for me to. to the only, that. the only thing that hedges my belief on that, which I would was that I hired into Jungle. Well, yeah. And not only did I hire in, I had no comedic background. No, Now, well, granted, I, I, I rose to the level of expectation and, you know, how with, yeah. you know special it is and all that. But Exactly. I, you have I, to I, get I, that. Yeah, I think about myself who, who, honestly, I'd only been to the park maybe three or four times and when I was a kid. So I barely knew the park at all when I hired in. Not to mention hiring straight into Jungle, which I was like... The extent of my knowledge on Jungle Cruise was boat ride and jokes. Right. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. So. But that's the thing is you have to have that exactly. idea that it's special. And yep. if you don't have that... doesn't You don't have to have a comedic background. You, have, you don't even have to be funny. You just have to care. 
and the people that don't care is so apparent, and yeah. it's just not fun. Like, nobody and I think, enjoys I it. Think that's the skipper doesn't enjoy it, the guests going enjoy back, it. Going back to when I was talking about, well, I kind of left right at that transition of right before I was starting, was the number of people who either don't find it special or don't care, and it just it crushes me because of how much... I dearly love that attraction right. and how much I've gotten out of it. In fact, I think that's why I, I take so much pride in the operation and I want it to be so good in how it's run and, and, and what people think about it because of how much I've gotten from it, that yeah. I am not the person that I am when I hired in. I'm a yep. completely different person Absolutely. from the skills and um, development that I've gotten from working Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And the mutation from the water. Oh, yes, that that's too. Also a big oh thing. man, the fumes oh, yeah. are killer. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but you know, but I, I hear that though. I think that there's a cycle that happens, and I'm, I, from all accounts, what I understand now is that the legal things driving it. You've got you know, yeah. hundred and twenty dollar ticket prices. I mean, you know, it, there's there's a lot of factors that are going into to take away from the guest experience. There's no off season. Yeah. There's a lot of things, but. <laughs> But yes, none. But there's, there's none. no more. But there's a cycle. February, Wednesday, a Wednesday in February when it's raining. That's the off season. Yeah. There's two days. There's yeah. two days. That Wednesday two days out of the year. That's it. Yeah. But you know, it's um, it's something that I've, I've heard constantly that you have these periods where management will open up and get a little bit more relaxed, and then you'll have these times where management tightens down. Mm-hmm. And there's a cycle of that that as people, you know, get a little bit of freedom and then they go too far with their little bit of freedoms, that then by the time they get to the point where the management takes it away, then there's resentment and the freedoms go away. And there's a real, like, up and down with that. And a lot of it's who you have in management, whether they truly understand the attraction, whether they, um, you know, really get the experience of being a skipper. I want my favorite... One of my favorite managers, I'm, I don't know if I'm in the majority or minority about this, but Dave Atkins, um, I think he's in custodial now. He was at guest services for a long time. Dave was a skipper. So when he was an adventure... Oh, he's, he's, um, he's in guest relations now. I know who you're talking no, about. No, no, he, he actually just moved to custodial. Oh, he's back? Like, oh, okay, okay. But he, um, he was, I mean, he's the, vo- the voice, uh, the face of Disney on cast TV. And, oh, that's why I know the name. Okay. Yeah, and Dave, he was a skipper. He understood. Yeah. He would ride my boat. Get it. And... You know, he would pick out the one joke that was not OG and basically say, you know, that one's funny, you know, I can't sanction it, but yeah, that's in the spirit, you know, right. because he understood what it was about. And we, we had times where we had five managers that none of them had come out of attractions. They, all of the all the managers were stores or foods or parking or whatever it was, or external hires from the Disney store. Oh no! That's the other thing is we had a lot of those in like oh two oh three because they were closing Disney stores. So we for some reason we got like a bunch of Disney store managers. That's a mistake. That had come through, so they would learn you know attractions and they would learn custodial and then go back to stores. Um, so yeah, it it was a real challenge for that side of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think even like, even if they haven't been a skipper or haven't been in attractions, I think where the rift kind of opens up and the resentment builds is that they wouldn't see it from the people, the the, the perspective of the people that they are managing. That even if it isn't a case of that's funny, but it's in the spirit. Even if it's a case that you know it's funny, but you can't say it. If they're coming from it at like, look, I understand, I get that it's the you know, it's the nature of the that's, ride. But that's just good management. Yeah, right. that, that's not that's not a situation. <laughs> that's another story. It's it's yep. it really is regardless of where they where it comes from. It's is it a good manager who's doing a good job? Yep. Or are they a good manager who's hampered by a bad system? Or are they just a bad manager? Yep. 
You know, yeah. and that, there's a real different. the ladder of the two. Yeah, there were a lot of ladders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so many, but they're in forced perspective, so they yeah. seem a lot taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Um, that was a mic drop right there. <laughs> no, it's a very nice mic. I wouldn't like to drop this one. Yeah. Um, uh, but unless yeah. it's like Mike the person, who I don't like a lot of mics. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something about, uh, and oh, the the other thing too was. That is, is interesting, and the kind of it goes back to like having your summer, where you feel like the skippers are what like your coworkers, your cast members are the best part of the jungle. Oh yeah, and when you're yep. on the dock with people that you feel like aren't aren't feeling that, don't have the same spirit or care about the jungle cruise as much as you do, it's eternally frustrating. And 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 sad, like it's it breaks my heart. That's why towards the end of it, when kind of what Kevin is talking about with with the, the new wave of people and, and, you know, just kind of everybody having this, it's like backstabby now. And that was never a thing. We were, we were comrades through and through. Like you never told on anybody. You never thought about snitching or you always had your skippers backs. I mean, I smashed into the back of the Yuki once cause it was, you know, full <laughs> throttle on the thing. Kevin was on the dock. And, I was not and Kevin there to see literally it. went, Oh yeah. Kevin never saw this. But, but if but I were there the to see it, then that what I would have there said. said was like, I didn't see anything. And Joel, who also doesn't work there anymore, but the did the same thing. And it was like, okay. And I never, ever came close to even near doing that to another boat ever again because that's all I needed. I needed that wake-up call and my friends to be like, don't mess up again. But the other side of that, too, was you had the support. But when someone crossed the line on a joke, in my generation for sure, and it's what I've heard constantly, that person would be pulled aside and said, okay, that one's not cool. Right. And the self-policing is great. The management problem is that they don't look at things as a whole. Yeah. You know, they don't look at they don't they look at individuals. They look at the ride, but they don't look at the the, the well, gestalt. It's the difference between Jerry York being like Mercedes, take your hands out of your pockets, and be like, oh, I didn't notice, and the manager being like, so Mercedes here at the Disney Resort, um, we have a show quality that we need to keep. Then they have to write so it down. when you have your hands in your pockets, it looks very bad, and you're just like, yeah. just tell me not to put my hands in my pockets. That's all I need. It, so getting back to the jingle.